Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Successful Mentalist podcast. If you're new here, my name is Aidan O'Sullivan and I'm joined by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Ashley Green. Good day, good day, good day. He isn't Australian for the new listeners. Uh, for or good night, depending on wherever people are listening from. We are worldwide. Uh, but that is very true. And because this isn't a live-only podcast, you can listen to it at any time, day or night. So between us, we've royally messed up this introduction. Uh, but today we're talking something really interesting. You see, we're on a mission to improve the quality of life for all magicians across the globe. And we're doing that through business, mindset, performance and health. We're teaching and helping you, you transform these four pillars of your life and business so that you can truly have that improved quality of life. And today we're talking about social media. So it's quite a big stretch, uh, especially given that uh, social media is quite um, good at disguising the truth of of what life is like uh, but with that said we're going to talk about some of the best practices today we're looking at some do's and don'ts and how to create some content actually actually how to make sure that's worthwhile uh, but we want to preface this by saying there's two of us talking about this one of us hates social media and thinks it's probably the worst thing that has ever happened to the world and the other one only uses it sporadically but with that said, we both use it to success. So, Ashley, we're going to start by talking basic principles. Because so, there are, for, from everything that we've realised, there are actually some fundamental principles of using social media. And the first one is actually uh, it's actually consistency. What do we mean by that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Consistency. When are you going to post the regular timings? Making sure that there's specific times where it's going to come the specific day. For example, you might make a post every Tuesday. For example, over on the TSM network, there's always something happening every day. So people are aware that it's actually happening. But on your social media or YouTube or Facebook or Instagram or wherever enough you guys are, the Internet is so big. Having a regular time so all of your followers know, ah, yes, Tuesday, uh, it might be all oh, the cool new magic vid. Or they just get used to the poster that you upload or, or the picture that you upload, something like that. But as long as there's like a specific day and it could be a day a week, it could be every two days, it could be every single day. And also looking at like the specific times as well. But just having a better plan of exactly like when it's going to come out so that it's not just here, there, everywhere, here, there, everywhere. People are like, oh, I haven't seen anything from this guy in three weeks. And he's back. Spam, 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 spam. Oh, there's nothing there. Spreading out, being more consistent, and having an actual plan is so useful so people actually can follow along, know what's happening, and they're always seeing you every so often rather than just bulk load of stuff and then disappear for months on end. Bulk load of stuff, disappear on months on end. Yeah, I think it, uh, more importantly, because uh, let's be fair, uh, your Aunt Doreen isn't going to be following your exact 
uh, oh, 4pm upload on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, but it's more so that the platforms can actually work in your advantage because they're run by algorithms and the first real element that they take into account is that consistency. So if you are doing that bulk upload, you're uploading a bunch of stuff and then going full ghost mode, it's actually not going to show your content to a, to as many people. And fun fact, the the actual amount of people that are following you that will see your content is very small. It's such a small percentage now. It's not 100. It's, I don't even think it's like anywhere near like 20%. It's ridiculous. But yeah, having that consistency, the algorithm will actually reward you in the long run. So whether that is once per day, three times per day, or maybe two, three times a week, like whatever it is, make sure that you set a system in place that will allow you to consistently upload at that same route, like routine intervals, because that's going to be really important. That's why YouTubers always talk about like they've got their regular upload times for exactly that reason. They know the platform that will reward, reward that. Well, yeah, exactly. Like you can, you can look at your your metrics and look at your uh, your fancy data if, if you on your Instagram thing and find out exactly what percentage of people are looking at what time. But if you're just doing that whenever you get a minute or whatever you feel like it, that's that's going to be pretty dead in the water in and of itself because it's going to be quite outdated. But that brings us on to um, to point number two, like the principle number two is actually thinking in advance about your content. What do we mean by that? Mm. Now, here's something really interesting because a lot of people that I see using social media don't actually really know what they're going to post when they post on there, when they post on like their magical Instagram, their magical Snapchat or their magical Facebook is kind of here's something cool. And that's kind of as far as the planning goes. But think about this. A lot of people think, oh, yeah, yeah, I need to promote a show. Therefore, it's going to come on to uh, social media. Loads of people promote on there, don't they? But what's the problem? People have a show coming up and they go, oh, that's in two weeks. Better hit the socials. And then it's just... Spam, 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 spam. And they don't really get much traction from it. You you can look on magicians like Instagram, uh, their Facebooks, or YouTube, or whatever, and like the engagement is really no, low. No one's really seeing it because it's kind of irrelevant and it's just kind of like hit the spam or all of this spontaneous stuff. And people are like, whoa, why are you trying to sell this to me? I'm so confused. But if you plan your content, you can actually plan it out in a more logical way and a way in which people are now going to take action upon what you're going to say. And we're going to talk about call to actions a little later, so I'm going to leave that bit out. But if you've got that consistency there, then you can think, okay, in a month, I have a show coming up. In three months, I have another show coming up. And at the back end of the year, I've got this big extravaganza, charity, thingamy, bob, whatever that might be for you. So now you can start looking at your content and think, okay, when am I posting? What do I need to do to make it relevant, to get eyeballs on that? You see, now you're kind of like building up a plan and you're planning in when you're doing shows or maybe when you want to start advertising for gigs or, or, or anything else. They're just a few examples that I've kind of picked out of the air. But having that loose plan in place or a rigid plan, whatever works for you, is going to make sure that you don't just spontaneously jump on and it's like, I'm doing weddings now. Book me for your weddings. It's wedding season. Come on, let's book me, let's book me, let's book me. Bang, bang, bang. And then dead silence again. Now there's logic there. You're being rewarded for the consistency. It's easily built in to your other posts so that it won't then be like spam for people. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, but by looking in advance and actually seeing in advance, it's going to help you rather than having that. Oh, damn! I I, I need to post today thing like so many people are oh i haven't posted in a while i'll have i'll best post something and then actually it gives you that opportunity and that freedom to put out good quality content it just it just takes that whole panic just out of your head and just makes it makes your life easier makes your entire process easier and it, it just stops you messing around and wasting your time on uh, on on a platform for the sake of it and I think at that point people now are starting to realise which of us hates social media. Um, but th- th- that also then moves on to the third point. Mm. Actually, the fact that you're not just posting to an audience, like the real point in this social platform is to is to build an audience and build that audience with good quality relationships. Not just just not just trying to get in front of as many people. Because let's be fair, seeing having 1 million people see your content but don't take action, that's not half as effective as having 10 people follow your content and take action. So maybe you could talk to that. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, to to go out of social media, I remember we were speaking with um, uh, uh, Ken Dine and Rob Temple and they they were obviously explaining about mailing lists, how it's like way more effective in some cases to have a very small mailing list as long as they're like hyper engaged than like a massive mailing list full of millions of people that are just kind of there and pop on and read something once in a while because people actually care <laughs> like your stuff and want to engage and that's really the same with social media like how many times do people actually think the whole purpose of social media what they really want they go oh i want to get a million followers i want to get 10,000 followers yeah that'd be amazing why wouldn't it be better to have, like you said, Aiden, 10 hyper, super engaged, loyal, super fans that will book you, that love your stuff, that want to go further? That's so much more important than just having millions of these people that don't actually do anything. They just kind of look at your stuff and it's like, meh, yep, it's just more clutter in the feed. Well, it comes down to it. It's like a vicious cycle at the end of the day. If you're not consistent, you then, yeah, typically you then end up panic uploading. So you're uploading content because you have to upload content or because you haven't in a while. As a result of that, your your call to actions and the content's going to be a lower quality because you've not thought about it in advance and you're just rushing something out. And because you're just rushing something out with a quick call to action or a quick plug of your show or a quick plug of something there, as a result, you're not building trust building that audience and, and overall your your brand your trust because that's what branding really is it, it's trust that level of trust in your audience it's, it's disappearing it's your quality the quality of your content is just plummeting sure you might have more people following you because you're posting just generic stuff but that's not going to be that's just not going to be useful at the end of the day why why chase that number and then the final really really clear point actually is uh is being relevant to your audience. And this kind of wraps it all up. Because where we spoke about that full path of, oh, you're not consistent, so then you rush something out because you haven't thought about it in advance, and as a result, you don't build the good quality relationships, and as a result of that, you then often become irrelevant. Maybe you could talk to that. Yeah. Well, this is something that we've we've spoken about in other podcast episodes in other areas, actually, like making your shows relevant to the specific client. Uh, and we, we went down the example, find out exactly what they need. But you make your content relevant, they're going to engage more because it's exactly what they need in that moment. Like, how many magicians use their social media and one day it's just a 
quick trick using their favourite gimmick that they just bought from the magic shop, and then the next day it's posting a picture with a pack of cards and a coffee. Like, I know loads of people, loads of magicians that just post a pack of cards and a coffee. It's like, out planning some stuff. Okay. Now imagine this from your audience's perspective, your followers' perspective. They see that. What's the point? Why should they care? Is it any use for them? Is it just more clutter in the activity feed? At the end of the day, you doing that is... You're not bringing any value. In fact, you are wasting their time. You are, you are just wasting their time as they go through mindless scrolling. And it's a waste of your time posting it. There's, there's no tangible value there. So if you can start putting stuff out which is more relevant, and just just to go hyper-specific here, like, imagine if, if you've niched down your performances, right, Aidan, and you were in, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to go for a weird one. Um, you're doing these corporate events for, for fitness entrepreneurs or something like that. You know what I mean? You're not going to be posting a picture of your slab of cake and coffee in a pack of playing cards, you're gonna be like, whatever. You're now thinking, ah, what would these people actually like to see? What would be interesting for them? Information, like performances in like a certain style, like for them, like what is actually going to be useful, you know? And when you can crack that, now, now this, this goes back into everything we've said, doesn't it? You're going to build up your followers that actually engage, they go, oh yeah, this, this, this guy, wow, wow, this person, like, this is, this is dope, I love this, I'm learning from this, uh, look at the health people that we follow on Instagram, Aiden, they're always putting out little health hacks, but in their super micro niche, that their followers are in that super micro niche, so all of them look at it and go, this, this is brilliant, I love this, and they get high engagement, because it's so relevant to the people that follow them, or maybe it's just relevant to a specific time, a specific pain point that people might be going through in that moment. You do that and it's going to help with everything. Growth, which will then lead to gigs. Like You'll be inside people's heads because people will actually value what it is that you have to share. Yeah, I think it's really important on the subject of relevancy to, to just be aware that we're not saying uh, that the only thing you should now be doing is uh, is plugging your your content you can put those like like cake and coffee posts if you like but, but make sure it, it's relevant or, or just put that on your personal accounts put that on your personal stuff rather than on your your business uh, pages and and all of that kind of stuff we see too many people doing that but i, I want to give a really clear example like I, yes i am the one that doesn't particularly like social media um in that way but i, I use it i test it i play with it Something that I did um, a while back, uh, it was last year actually, I, I switched up my Instagram uh, and started posting a couple of quotes. And, and in that, I was actually sharing some ideas from within my mind thing, uh, with my brain. And I was just sharing some of my current things and I was pairing it with a quote. And it was a, really, it was a good piece of content, don't get me wrong. Now, when I first started this, and it was done every other post on Instagram so that it came out with this nice checkerboard and it looked aesthetically pleasing and it's a wall of quotes and performance photos, it, it looked quite cool. And when I started doing it, well, the first one, it was met really well because it was like a pattern interrupt, if you like. It was like that, oh, this is different. I like this. And, and that was good. But then I kept doing it. And over the course of time, the engagement on those posts plummeted and I, and I did a little bit of exploring and realized well 
it's not relevant. It's not what they follow. My audience followed me for. Um, I'm lucky enough to have an uh, an awful be well connected with a lot of my followers and the ones that really engage. So they're following for me, not so much the the magic stuff. And I only have that one public Instagram for my gigs and my personal life. I keep it all in one thing just for authenticity and because I can't be bothered with multiple accounts. But when I started posting these quotes, I realised, well, they don't need to see more quotes on Instagram because that's already all there. Uh, even if it's got my thoughts attached to it, it's not relevant for them. But at the same time, what that did is that screwed over my other content. It actually, rather than just plummeting the content that I was posting in terms of the quotes, remember every other post was an actual performance photo, an actual gig getting post, but they weren't getting shown to as many people. People weren't engaging with that because it all links in like the consistency. Although I was posting at regular intervals, the type of content was inconsistent. And again, it just messed it up there. So I wasn't relevant. And then I, I I didn't have that consistency and that vicious cycle keeps going on and on and on. You're not consistent. And as a result, you rush out your content or, or your content isn't being thought about in advance. And as a result, you're not building those relationships to the to the good quality level. And as a result, you're not then being relevant. And as a result, then you're not being consistent. And then it just goes over and over and over again. And it can be quite it, it can be quite a challenge because the way the platforms are, are, are structured it's hard to get out of that. But we're at the point now, actually, that we've said a lot of the, like These are the real fundamental principles. If people just just pay attention to these and apply these straight away, then they, they can start changing things up and actually start seeing some success on social media. So perhaps it's a good time to actually start looking at how do they implement all of this stuff, looking at some of the, the, the key problems and, and just being really clear on what can what can be changed instantly based on these principles yeah 100 percent. well let's start with consistency because that's the main theme that's coming up and i don't know why when you were saying your stuff about um being relevant i just thought of this like weird strange example really to hammer this home but it would be like imagine if julius dean is posting these magic videos which layman always follow you know he's got a big facebook page and then he came out with practical advice which is like super amazing advice for fitness tips it might be the best advice in the world but his audience is going to be uh, this isn't what i signed up for and engagement's going to drop it's not going to be relevant anymore and that's it because i know there's going to be people out there thinking oh yeah 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 relevant relevant share useful stuff share useful stuff no because if julius dean started telling you advice on how you're going to live to 200 people will be like ah what yeah. <laughs> this is a bit bizarre it's true it's relevant to your audience isn't it it's knowing and if you don't know what what they want or what is relevant to them go back to that age-old principle that we're always saying at tsm just ask them on instagram you can put up polls you can put out posts and ask the questions you can just Go and open up dialogue and message these people that are following you one by one and talk to them. Build those communications, build that trust and that the, the, like those quality relationships and find out what they want and then give that to them because that's what's going to be rewarded from the platform's perspective over the course of time. Hi guys, it's Ashley here. I just want to quickly interrupt this podcast just to say one little thing. If you do enjoy the podcast that we are currently putting out at The Successful Mentalist, uh, do us a favour and make sure to subscribe. It will honestly help us out, it will mean the world, it will help with our stats and rankings, which mean that we're 
then shown to more magicians and mentalists around the world. And we want to try and help as many people as possible with these podcasts. So honestly, if you could subscribe, it would mean the absolute world to us. Anyway, back to the podcast. Yeah, so let's take this back to consistency, because obviously it's a main thing that's come up. So how can people be more consistent at, you know, posting stuff online? And I know many people, especially in, in the YouTube game, what do they do? Well, they, they bulk record stuff um, so that they've got that plan of action. They've got content there so that they don't have to think, oh, my gosh, right, today is Tuesday. I've got to I've got to edit. I've got to record. I've got to write this stuff. I've then got to promote it. They, they do it ahead of time and then they they schedule it in. And I know with like Facebook and Instagram, you can create content if you want. You can schedule it in. I have heard that sometimes the algorithms might be like mm, not really reward you as much because you're scheduling it in. This stuff's always changing. Like we, you can you can mention algorithms, Aiden, but then next week, tomorrow is going to be completely different. Like not even the creators of these social medias really know about algorithms. You get a book, uh, someone telling you, "Oh, this is the best tips." Yeah, no, no, it's, it's never going to work because no one really knows this stuff. You can just have like general advice, like good best practices, which is what we're talking about today. Like, so if you want to schedule it in and get something to actually schedule your post, yeah, great. Now you can like bulk create. Now there's going to be that consistency. However, I do know that there is um, there's a few magicians that I speak to and they just simply have uh, a little calendar on their wall and they just write a little bang, going to post this today. Bang, going to post this today. Bang, going to post this today. I've got this show at the end of the month, so I've got to make sure that there's relevant content that it's in the content as well which i'm going to be posting to mention that show that's coming up at the end of the month and they, they keep that consistency and they keep the the, the planning and, and the flow kind of suited and they just use a simple calendar and because they're they're thinking about it planning the ideas down writing it in like a spreadsheet for example or a little notebook now when it comes down to posting it they just go right uh what, what are we posting today i'll oh, gather the information bang and put out done so there's a few little easy hacks, whether you want to download an app to schedule it or just use a calendar, that will probably help with your consistency. But I do want to say one thing. I know some people, because I've I've seen it time and time again, Aiden, where people go, okay, consistency, wow, I, I can really take off my, my, my Instagram, my YouTube, I'll, I'll start posting uh, daily, I'll do this, do 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 they're going from like one to a million miles an hour and that's the easiest way to go well this is really hard I i'm just gonna give up so maybe it might not be best to <laughs> leap into doing 30 gazillion posts a week like maybe looking at what's manageable and what you can realistically do is probably a good thing to bear in mind with this i think it's more important to yeah just start uh, start what is manageable but might feel a little underwhelming and build it up. Because you can go to daily three times a day posting content if you want. However, if you're going from nothing to three times a day, be aware that in terms of the way you create your content is going to be very, very different. The type of content that you create is going to be very, very different. And you need to have that quality assurance that you're not just posting like messy videos like with scruffy backdrops and, and spontaneous quickly thrown together footage and again a really easy uh, really easy thing is to actually if you are posting say three times a week on a on a tuesday thursday and a saturday on monday or, or the friday you can prepare that ideas for the next week's content on monday you put all of the information 
and the posts and the images and the videos and all that stuff together so that all you have to do is literally copy and paste and put it straight in the platforms and leave it from there. You don't have to worry about getting all of the content and putting it all together. So actually having a content plan in place, it might not feel relevant because we're not doing time-bound events for the most part, unless, of course, it's like a public show or something like that. But actually looking in advance and building up that habit to, to check in daily with your, your content calendar or or specifically which platforms are you going to play to i think that's another really important thing like we can say a hundred percent go and be consistent but if you're trying to be consistent across youtube across instagram across facebook across twitter across all of these other platforms as well that is what's going to build up quite a lot and again really find out where your audience are are spending more time and, and focus on that for now and really slow down to speed up yeah and i can tell you when i started to try and do daily youtube videos oh my gosh <laughs> no never again it's, it's way too much work and aiden you know what happened you then struggle for content ideas and you think oh i've got to get something out tomorrow i'm going to rush something and then it becomes naff and then it then it does turn into that waste of time piece of content which people are going to be like uh that's, that's a waste of my time now uh, that's not why i'm there but you did touch on something that I wasn't going to mention, but I'm going to bring it up now. So I'm, I'm sorry if this offends anyone, but you've mentioned bad videos, messy videos, people rushing stuff. I know I see it a lot of times, and I don't know whether this is just in our industry, just magicians, or people do this elsewhere, but for some reason, on people's like professional magic pages, they post tricks, like trick, 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 doing these cool little social media tricks. But their backgrounds, and I've seen some videos where people literally have their dirty boxes behind them. Is that what we really want? You know, when when you, you, you've listened to our previous podcast, you've gone, okay, right, you've given me all the techniques and tools to niche down and charge these four-figure gigs, and now your clients are going to come onto your social media. You're going to be there in your, your vest, which has a few beer stains on it, and then they see your dirty boxes in the background what is this potential client going to think? You know, I know this goes without saying, but I don't, I still don't know why people skimp over that fact and don't actually think, let's actually review this footage. Could I film it to look a little bit better? Could my background just look a little bit better? Because it doesn't take that long to maybe clean your room or maybe angle your camera instead of looking at your messy bed to just the plain wall that might be inside of you. Like thinking about that and, if you really struggle with reviewing footage and, and being kind of that critical, then my best advice is to recontract your your friendship. Uh, your sorry, recontract your uh, your kind of friendships and and turn it into like a little group of positive support with honest feedback. You can post a video in there and say, "Hey guys, what's your honest thoughts on this? Hey people, what's your honest thoughts on this?" And then they can say, mm, "To be honest." Your background is blimmin' messy. Sort yourself out. Or they can be like, uh, to be honest, uh, that's a rubbish trick and you, it was so obvious how it was done. Maybe that would help you as well. But I think, you know, just being aware of the type of content you're going to put online and just bear in mind that clients might see this. Yeah, I think this is really important. Like we said it before and we'll say it again. Clients, although they might find you through your blog or through your website or through word of mouth, nine times out of ten, they're going to check out your social media to see what you're at. And if and if they are seeing terribly shot videos, then 
it's probably not the right thing uh, to actually post. And at the end of the day, it, it, it's going to be a shocker, but you'd be surprised at how many clients actually don't need to go and see a load of camera tricks or a load of actual magic clips. They need to see that you're good at what you do. So actually posting pictures of you performing or sharing information that is relevant to them, that's going to be much better than just po posting a bunch of of messy background or crotch shot card tricks. It's like... It's, it's really being aware of, of what your audience wants and giving that to them. Um, and also what you want yourself to come across as. Like, do you want to be that guy that or that girl that posts loads of uh, card tricks or, or, or just does all of the card tricks on the table on social media? Is that what you want or do you want to be something bigger? Do you want to have a better, a bigger show or, or whatever the case may be? actually looking m way ahead like months years ahead of time and using that vision and channeling that into your content strategy today so that you're not just trying because otherwise you're going to run into this rat race of right i need to get a gig i need to get gigs i need to get gigs but actually if you look bigger you look further out you're not desperately posting content to get gigs or to sell tickets to your show you're posting content that's going to help you move into the direction that you actually want. And the social media, in that sense, is serving a bigger purpose than than just getting you gigs or getting some leads. It really is. And uh, I, I guess it boils down in the client's mind. It shows that you care. Like, at the back of their mind, they're going to be like, hmm. And then they're going to be thinking, well, they do a good job. And it shows they care. It shows that they're awesome, blah, 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 blah. And it's got all of those those positive things. But you touched on something about promoting shows. And when you told me this, I was quite fascinated because I didn't really understand why. But when you explained it, I was like, that's brilliant. You know, when people post show posters or big old reviews, which are really text heavy, text heavy images, they don't perform well on social media, do they? Uh, they, they surprisingly don't. And I found this uh, after sharing a bunch of show, show posters that had a lot of text on them and, and they weren't really getting much, like in terms of reach, in terms of the amount of people actually seeing them. That was substantially lower than most of my other posts. And I did some Googling and did some researching and it found, like, I found out that the algorithms and stuff, they're good at detecting what type of content there is. And if you're posting loads of image-based content, it's going to naturally show it to less people because people want to see pictures and video. Um, like that was a shocker. And, and what was a real shocker was that you should be aiming that the platforms are suggesting that you should be aiming for less than 20% of the image being text, less than 20%. So if you've got a show poster or if you've ever posted like a, a show poster or a promotional thing right now, and it's just image it like words and everything be aware that 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 could actually end up shooting you in the foot and what you might be better off doing is posting a video talking about your show sure by all means post uh, like share the photo um in terms of the poster with people but be aware that that's not going to get people in you can use your best hashtag strategy and you can use your instagram growth pods and all of that stuff that fun fact doesn't work you will get screwed over by the platforms they're getting clever now um but you can do whatever you want if the content itself isn't good it's not going to go far and this text strategy it just blew my mind when i first heard of it and it's something that we've been trying to avoid uh, where possible ever since yeah and it really does make sense you think about it if platforms are monitoring what people actually get obsessed by what captivates people's times 
you think about it, people really love images. Videos is why like f the film industry is massive, and it's why you, and it's really sad. But you never really hear people talking about the books they read anymore. Everyone's like films and Netflix this, and it's like on social media, everyone gets captivated by the beautiful little pictures, and and maybe that's why the algorithms kind of pick up on monitoring that, and then all this text heavy stuff gets pushed to the bottom. I think it's really important at this point to bring up like where all of this information is coming from. And uh, yes, the, the, the platforms are always changing, all of this kind of stuff. But the one thing that we can do, and this is where these principles came in, and this is where all of these little ideas have come in uh, that we're actually sharing in today's episode. It's actually we know what the platforms are trying to do. And they're public about this. They have one job. Keep people on the platform and using the platform as much as possible. And when you know that, you can start playing to that advantage. You've got to make sure that you're posting content using features and, and generating content that is going to keep other people on the platform and you can use it for your own benefit. That's why the consistency, having consistent posts encourages people to keep checking out your content. And that means the users on the other end are staying on the platform for longer because there's new content coming up for them thinking in advance about your, your actual content strategy so you're not quickly rushing and then disappearing, if you're thinking in advance and actually being clever with the way that you're using these social medias, you're going to get rewarded with that because you're keeping people engaged with your content strategy. It all comes down from looking at what the point in this platform is and doing that just with your own advantage on it. And that's where it's all come from. So from here, we've kind of looked at a, a lot of different little little individual hacks i think it's i think it's probably really important to actually start looking at why uh, just briefly to sum up this episode why we shouldn't bother with social media in that sense like why uh, like this is the real big problem with social media the big mistake that everybody actually makes and it's that they, they rely on it yep 100 percent. i'll tell you this in a context of a story i was uh, looking in a Facebook forum the other day and I saw a magician they said oh, throughout my entire career and especially throughout lockdown doing virtual shows all of my leads and gigs have been coming through Facebook and I've been doing really well blah 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 Facebook blocked my account and now I can't access any of my clients details or gigs or leads and within snap a click a flick of a button their entire entertainment career went from a hundred to zero isn't that a scary thought if you are relying on social media and we've mentioned things like obviously you know call to action is great we do it all the time you you want to plug something in your social media post at the end you might have a little snippet of saying oh blah blah blah, blah, blah make sure to check out the links for this show or whenever you're posting about something interesting it's hey this free ebook this is actually from my free ebook go check this out and actually what's the next step after social media, where can they lead you? Uh, where can they go from there? And and obviously you could think, can you use that to get people off social media to collect their own details, like getting them on a mailing list or something like that? But yeah, it's, it's, really, it's a really scary thought that I have. If your social media collapsed overnight, how would you get gigs? Like, what, where, would you, where would you go like that? That's really terrifying, isn't it? It, yeah, it's really uncomfortable is why um, we've said it before and we'll say it again, like social media is not something that you should rely on. It's something that can be used to help uh, improve your entertainment business. However, nine times out of 10, most people don't 
have that foundational business in place that it's all through social media it's relying on social media to get gigs or to put content out there if you're not putting content content out in any other way and you're putting all your eggs in one basket well it's very easy for somebody to come along and take that basket and then you've got nothing so actually understanding the principles of networking do i actually understanding the principles of like a genuine word of mouth marketing and and all of the other different things like that's just two that like, we're incredibly familiar with and if you want to hear our approaches to this um actually leveraging social media the right way i would highly recommend that you jump back and listen to episodes 40 41 and 42 you'll learn a complete system of actually getting leads through social media and get the gigs that you want the actual clients that you want in a way that you actually can sustain it and it is safe and secure but yeah relying on social media that's 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 the biggest problem like you can take on all of this and i'll, I'll be fully honest right now with with you guys the listeners we've gotten uh, pages more notes that we was hoping to actually squish into this episode but 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 we just haven't because there's so much and it's always changing and, and all of this stuff so if you want to hear more about social media and using social media please reach out and let us know if you email us info at the successful mentalist.com we'll be able to make sure that we plan in some more more episodes like this and actually share more sort of social media stuff but yeah re not relying on social media because we don't and this is important we don't rely on social media like we're on it we use it but we're not constantly trying to 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 use it to our advantage because we're building up those relationships and that's the key. Everything you should do should build a relationship and, and bring you towards a gig rather than just try and get a gig. That's it. But I do have a question to wrap up this episode, Aidan. You hate social media. But I full down well know there is one social media that you do love, one social network that you do love, one social learning network that you do love. Can you tell us what that is? Yes, yeah, so if you head over to there's a there's a fancy little website. Uh, uh, the URL is community.thesuccessfulmentalist.com. That is actually our private social learning network. We basically realised that social media sucks, and we wanted to build a powerful community of performers all across the globe that are looking to improve their business mindset, performance, and health. And so we built an entire network. It's completely free for you to join. We've got a couple of courses and other fun stuff actually going on inside the network, uh, but it's completely free to come and join and connect with other people. And that really is it. We've got no algorithms to worry about. It is as clean as you could possibly get it. It is no advertising whatsoever. So you're not going to have to worry about getting spam ads and all of that other irrelevant content. You're only going to see the content that you want. And it is full of like-minded people looking to transform form their lives and help others in the process like when we set this community up ashley we thought it'd be a great opportunity to put all of our audience into one place and build that really powerful community but we had no idea that this would actually turn into like a a, a real community where they're helping each other like we've got members out there connecting with offering help sharing ideas with the community at large which is again fantastic and again totally free we if you're listening to this and you're not in that network we would love you to come and join us because honestly we see it as the the, the hub for magic and mentalism this is where we're taking it we want it to be the go-to place so that is yes community.thesuccessfulmentalist.com and you can check the show notes for that and uh yeah it's the best social media on the planet 
and now we've got this awkward silence. So what I'm going to do is say uh, thank you very much for listening to this episode about social media. Uh, let us know uh, how you found this. Again, if, you, if you're enjoying these episodes, please do leave us a, a nice little review. It would actually help other people who are considering listening to an episode. Like I know at this point we've got over 50 episodes to jump back and listen to. So again, just leaving a little five-star fours, however many stars you think this podcast is worth, drop that down, leave a little review so other people can actually get on board and listen to this content. And uh, with that said, we'll catch you in the middle of the week for another little Just the Tip episode. But next week, oh, it's a good one. We'll see you then. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.